0: If it pleases, sir, I would like to start my podcast. Only if it pleases. (laughs) Oh, man, I've never heard myself do that voice before. I wonder if it's uh, any good at all. I think if I'm recording my screen. Nice. Hell yeah, dude. That's sick. Hey there. Thanks for uh, tuning into episode number two of Jake and Off. This is it. This is the podcast, man. It's me, Jake Redpath. You know me, probably. If you are listening to this, I'm trying to step my game up, trying to see if I can get some uh, some of what I'm looking at on my computer to work. I was just watching a video of Candace Owens, and um, I love watching videos of Candace Owens. <laughs> I'll say it. I love it so much. Uh, she's hilarious apparently Megan v stallion got shot in the foot by Tory Lanes at one point is what I'm understanding on Twitter which is wrong you shouldn't shoot people in the foot or anywhere else it's bad uh especially not Megan v stallion it seems like she especially doesn't deserve to be shot in the foot I guess but I would extend that courtesy to really anybody just not you know don't shoot don't shoot people in the foot I feel like that's a that's a good stance I can take. <clears throat> um, hopefully that'll make you like me. Ding. I'll put a little ding on my teeth. Get a little special effects. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> you know, Candace Owens is uh, an insane person. She's crazy. But she is right about me- this Megan Thee Stallion situation. So I guess it's just a broken clock uh everything else she says is pretty insane uh i love i love watching candace owens her her husband owns uh parlor her husband owns parlor dude did you know that i didn't know that i learned that recently uh that's pretty funny i think uh that her husband owns uh the opposite or the 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 republican twitter I guess twitter is turning into republican twitter now though (laughs) that's what it feels like that's what it feels like dude i was uh i was reading the twitter files i'm sure that you guys are all caught up on the twitter files it's just uh like these journalists on are on twitter and they're making these long ass threads they're like super long. They're fucking like 140 tweets and like not 140 tweets. Well, maybe total, I guess. This is number 8. They're on number 8. And this is the only interesting one that I think has been released. Every single other thing has just been insane stuff that is like partial um it's got to be like it's p- part of the information. I would love to know more. I wish what they would do what I wish they would do is I wish they would just dump all of this information um onto the internet. You know what I mean? Do you ever notice how uh that's usually when the uh the like most important stuff we can learn happens? Uh or if if, if people actually have um some sort of like evidence for like some sort of like widespread fraud, uh, or, or or the government is doing something wrong. Like when Snowden leaked uh, all of the data about the NSA, that's exactly he 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 released it so that we could all see it. So I just don't trust these Twitter files completely. Uh, I feel like they are showing us um, a small part of a much bigger and more interesting story i also think that they're just like poorly i i think that it seems just so hasty the people who are writing this stuff don't seem to completely know what they're what they're talking about or and i, I think elon musk also is um telling them what to say kind of so because <clears throat> why else would these people be le- like like these people all have sub stacks and stuff that they 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 make money off of um so why would they be putting it on twitter for free if they have this big story that they could break it doesn't make any sense and ultimately that leads me to believe that there are like stipulations to the information that they're being released and it's just part of it um so i don't consider this really like transparent at all uh a lot of it is super mundane most of it is uh nothing there was one that I read, like this one is about the FBI. Yeah, he, uh, the, the like, what number is it? There's a tweet in here where um, the the journalist writing this, Matt Taibbi, uh, is he's talking about how the uh, FBI would um, was reaching out to Twitter and saying that they had an issue with uh foreign influence on twitter and we know that that's a thing we know that that's a thing because a guy testified about this to congress a few months ago nobody talked about it this whistleblower in congress was like there's a bunch of foreign agents that work at twitter this is a guy who worked at twitter not a federal agent or anything this was a guy who worked at twitter and was saying that there were multiple um uh compromised areas within twitter his name is mudge you can look it up on youtube it's a it's an interesting uh testimony that this dude does and he talks about how uh inside twitter they have issues with uh foreign agents or or actors for foreign countries um working uh at twitter it's a big problem their security is bad that's what this guy's job was he was like the chief security officer i mean this is a high-ranking dude in twitter testifying in congress and he's saying he's like there are foreign agents that work here and and the reason why foreign agents would work at twitter is because uh if you you know are a country who likes to silence people's speech uh or or likes to um prevent uh dissidents from spreading and uh from having their voices heard um then it it behooves you to to work at twitter and be able to know who those people are that are putting this stuff online because this is how information gets out now and so this is this is how we learn stuff about what's happening in the world um even news that you read is just they're just fucking writing about twitter that's basically where it's coming from and so of course there are foreign agents there are people who work for the government as we found out the one that that uh was released like today i think uh is is specifically about the department of defense which um is pretty interesting and i'll get into it i guess but yeah most of this stuff i feel like it's pretty if you're just as uh if you just have common sense you sort of know that this is the kind of shit that is going on um another big part of the twitter files what what it was first started over was the hunter biden's laptop story which Um, if you don't know what that is, Hunter Biden's laptop is full of, uh, a bunch of insane shit. I mean, the guy's a scumbag, uh, you know, used his dad's name for influence. What is he rich? Huh? (laughs) What is he a rich kid? What is his, what is his dad, a senator or something? Who would act like this? (laughs) Of course. I mean, it's bad. It's not good. Like we should, we should want we we should you know obviously that should be something that is taken seriously. Um, but it's it's laughable that people act like this is the first time that any anybody has ever acted like this. It's like, come on, dude, come on, don't uh don't be so silly. But it was all started over Hunter Biden's laptop. essentially, uh Elon Musk gave access to some information to this journalist who used to work for rolling stone who i used to read his stuff in rolling stone it's pretty good um i don't really read much of his shit anymore uh i feel like he's kind of fallen off a little bit um but that doesn't mean that what this shit is is like fake or anything it's actually seems like it's pretty real i mean they have a bunch of emails and shit but um yeah he he got this information he's clearly getting it from elon musk it's definitely uh half or or less i i feel like tip of the iceberg as far as um you know the amount of shady shit i would i would love to see if uh tesla's uh uh, pr team ever gotten in contact with twitter to get something taken down you know when uh tesla's were catching on fire or when they were driving into people <laughs> recently in the self-driving mode, I mean, I, I feel like this stuff is rampant, and it's it's you know, um, it's probably happening all the time. I mean, I, I I can't imagine that people uh were under the impression that shit wasn't getting taken down at a crazy rate. I mean, people post so much in, insane shit on here. <laughs> and uh surely there's there's stuff i mean they do that with like google reviews that's like the whole or yelp like you can get a yelp review taken down now i feel like the big thing that that businesses do on like yelp or google is they give like a sassy reply they do like a sassy you know you you like i like my brands to be sassy that's what i like dude ooh <laughs> wow dude raytheon really snapped back at that guy how cool (laughs) that's funny (laughs) got him got him uh but uh yeah i feel like dude everybody was getting shit taken off of twitter they they had to have been there's no way that they weren't and so so he you know released this stuff about how when the, the story of hunter biden's laptop came out uh, there was, there was worry that it was stolen material or hacked material or something like that. Twitter took it down. The story from the New York post wasn't al- wasn't allowing people to share links to it. All that shit. I think for the span of a few hours, maybe. And, uh, and then they ended up changing their policy toward it. I don't know. It was le- it, within 48 hours at the most, but I think it was way less than that. The link was back up on Twitter and people were talking about it. I mean, obviously it didn't prevent the story from getting out. It's it's we've been talking about Hunter Biden's laptop for like fucking three years. <laughs> it's, We uh, have all seen his dick. I've seen his dick. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean. It's it's it is uh, definitely. Uh, bad. Bad hunter biden is like doing drugs and stuff and obviously having a rough time or whatever uh but also it's clear that he was um definitely like doing uh doing shit that was a little worse than that right like i feel like it would be one thing if uh if we were uh You know, if Hunter Biden's laptop was just him doing drugs and stuff, but there are like emails and like people have said that he's, you know, used his dad's name to get stuff. I feel like that's super common though. It just doesn't, it's not, I feel it might be bad maybe that I'm so immune to like that seeming like that big of a scandal because it's just like, we all assume that that's how it works. We all know that that's how it works. But these guys are talking about, like, all kinds of stuff and, um, you know, it's been going on for, like, these Twitter file things have been going on for, like, a couple of weeks. I feel like it'll happen forever because, really, like, the best thing to do if you have a bunch of information but no actual story, um, if you think about it, the best thing to do would be to release a bunch of information over a really long period of time uh and just sort of lull people into the (laughs) like to sleep with it and eventually it'll just be like yeah that story's so like it's such a crazy (laughs) crazy yarn you know impossible to follow really um one of the things that they were talking about though was like i was saying the The FBI was was I believe the guy that that the the emails were from was the head of safety or something like that at Twitter. And they were saying they were like, yeah, you guys have a problem with. You know, foreign influence at Twitter and on Twitter. And they you know, they were these internal emails of this guy being like, I can't believe that he's saying this. Why would he be saying this? I've we've done our due diligence in emails to other people at Twitter and it's like, yeah, of course. Of course that is what you're going to say in an email. But um it's pretty clear by this uh the other stuff that we know from this dude who worked at Twitter that that is a whistleblower that that's not the case and that they they had people there that were doing things like um using their power at twitter to unmask dissidents and um to uh silence legitimate uh legitimate discourse in a way that is um you know prevents challenges to institutional power which is bad uh so that's the big deal about this is and and i feel like they're glossing over it i feel like they're really glossing over that and and it kind of bugs me a little bit And, and they say stuff in here like this this guy is that's writing these twitter files says um that the fbi uh is was doing intelligence work inside of the united states and he then wrote like a sentence that said something along the lines of which is out of the purview of many intelligence agencies in the United States, which is true. Uh, but the only intel like the only uh intelligence agency or apparatus that has the ability to work within the United States is the FBI. Like that's the law. That's what the FBI does. And I'm not saying that that's good. I'm not saying that the FBI is a good organization, but um, you know they were kind of implying that it was illegal what the fbi was doing but it's literally what the fbi is supposed to do they're supposed to be collecting intelligence in the united states and i we could talk about or discuss how maybe that's wrong or or maybe they overstepped their boundaries quite a bit but i also think the uh, the notion that um the fbi has suddenly become this woke institution is hilarious it's like come on dude it's the fbi who is the fbi like the the people that they target the most are, have traditionally and historically been um you know not not republicans not conservative people not uh uh you know evangelical christians <laughs> they're uh you know I I guess just look up Google Martin Luther King FBI and that should tell you everything you need to know. Uh, I mean, yeah, of course, of course, that's a discussion worth having. But the idea that uh, Twitter is somehow uh, there or the FBI or the CIA, they're like, dude, you can see people in the replies to these stories calling uh these organizations woke they're like these are woke three-letter establishments and it's like well no (laughs) that's not the case at all and also people people you know have been espousing the notion of like woke corporations too it's so silly man that's not a real thing the corporations are woke into the sense that like they uh don't want to hurt their businesses and so that's why they say uh you know thing that that's why they they co-opt uh movements is because they want people to shop at their businesses not because uh the ceos of these companies believe that black lives matter or you know whatever they're they're very much so not for those kinds of things they aren't you can see it in the way that they donate to political campaigns you can look it up it's public information people uh people are crazy dude you just you just google this stuff uh that wasn't yeah you there's so much information that is just out there that you can find yourself and read yourself and look at and watch yourself and then just decide for yourself what you believe. You know what I mean? I, I feel like it's so tough now with how shit is. Like everything is so polarized and everything is is so spun like a certain way that um you can't, uh, it's like hard to wade through. It's hard to figure out what information you're getting is good. And I would just say that the best thing to do is to go straight to the source. Go watch the go watch people testify in Congress. Go watch Congress on C-SPAN. You can do it. It's right there. You just turn it on the background. I know you're, you're probably listening to music all the time. You probably are. You could listen to testimony in Congress instead. <laughs> Does that sound fun? I do it sometimes. I do it sometimes. It's also you can go on YouTube and just look for um recent things that have been going on and watch it that way uh it's sick dude uh they're doing shit all the time none of it's good none of it's working none of it's gonna help us (laughs) does that sound defeatist a little bit maybe but it's true we gotta help each other you know i believe that that's what i believe gotta you know take care of one another and be a good person because that's that's how we defeat uh evil wow 45 billion to ukraine <laughs> cool i don't know that's a that's a big topic there's a lot of gray area there but i don't know i don't know um That's like just sort of a thing that is, uh, you know, I don't think that it's something that America or, um, you know, the people who make these kinds of decisions, I guess, and uh, are strategizing at that level. I, I, I don't think that Ukraine is something that they would be willing to send American people to die for, but I definitely think it's something that they would find it worthwhile to fund so um i don't see an end to that anytime soon that's just sort of a reality now i went christmas shopping today (laughs) i feel like that's probably that's gotta be why i'm 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 so uh i'm feeling so uh edgy right now i'm fucking feeling edgy right now because i went christmas shopping today and it stresses me out it stresses me out dude i don't like going to the mall i've never been a mall person the mall stress, stress, stresses me out. I don't like it. There's too many people. There's like guys walking up to you being like, Hey, can I can I talk to you for one second? And it's like, no. There's booths everywhere. It's it's, you know, Christmas in like four days or something. Crazy like that. And so we're just I mean uh, that part of that part of the holiday stresses me out. I love the other stuff. I love um, you know, getting to see people that you haven't seen in a long time, you know, maybe you only get to see them around the holidays, that kind of stuff. That's always good. I love the the time spent with loved ones. That's the nice part about Christmas. But the uh the the mall, going and buying stuff stresses me out, dude. Stresses me out. I don't like I I should do it earlier, I guess, but who's thinking about Christmas shopping in like March or May or whatever? I think that that's silly. Why would you do that? If you it's un-American to not go last minute, honestly. I uh <laughs> I I don't know. We went we went Christmas shopping today and we had to we had to get a bunch of stuff for a bunch of different people. And so it's like you got to go to like this store for, you know, so and so, but then you got to go over here for like somebody else. And then it's like another place for somebody else. And honestly, like it it is just it's too much, you know. And there's it's packed everywhere. The other thing is that it's supposed to there's supposed to be a big snowstorm here in a day or two. I don't, you know, whatever. I um I don't know. I I guess I I'm just shocked. Because, you know, anytime, anytime it snows, they're like, oh my gosh, like four inches of snow. We got to go stock up. We got to go stock up, dude. It's going to be crazy. Four inches of snow. But four inches of dick isn't good enough. My four inch little PP isn't good enough. Four inches of snow. Oh my God. We're talking about it all over the news. We're to talk about it all over the news. I whip out my four inches. Nothing no news coverage nobody's shocked it's just you know i guess it's all relative (laughs) but it was it's supposed to snow here and it's supposed to be really bad i got an i got an i got an email or like a text message from my internet company being like hey uh watch out in a couple days we might have to we might be out you might have an outage And uh, my landlord is emailing me, telling me to drip the faucets or whatever to keep the pipes from freezing. I think that it's really the cold is what's supposed to be super bad. It's supposed to be like negative seven degrees or something, like negative one degrees. Do the Chiefs play at home? Do the Chiefs play at home this week? That would be crazy. Let's see. The Chiefs play at home this week december 24th and it looks like it is at arrowhead yeah dude that's gonna be tight i got a sweet new jersey for christmas jenny and i exchanged gifts early we always end up doing that dude we always get too excited uh for our gifts and to give each other our gifts you know and so we always end up doing it like a couple days early plus on christmas i feel like christmas eve christmas day like we're both doing stuff with our families and we're like running around and so it's hard to make time for um you know like having a fun time together sometimes on those days so we always do it we always do it early we went and saw the christmas lights at union station downtown it was cool dude we did a vr sleigh ride Ooh, ooh, shit it was um it was cool i was more it was the atmosphere that was cool the actual vr sleigh ride was slightly underwhelming but it was fun to do you know gotta do those things and uh the sleigh like moves while you're on there so you got the goggles on and the sleigh moves and they had they had like cold air like like cold air blowing in your face that was neat it was neat uh it was fun the lights were beautiful and it's inside so you're not walking around outside all cold we went to uh one that they have at pal gardens last year and it was huge it was a ton but it was just freezing cold out there so cold uh but we went down there and then we just went home and exchanged our gifts early it was worth it did christmas in a night you know how fun I love the lights. I love the lights. They had so many train sets, dude. Ooh, I was losing it. I was losing it about these trains. It was crazy. They had seriously probably, I mean, six displays just full of, like, these super ornate train sets. And, like, the trains are going around and around in a circle. And you can't, you know, it's hard to look away for a guy like me uh who loves trains so much it's it's pretty neat but you're like walking through there and looking at all that stuff they had funny little scenes played out there was like one of a wonder woman and she was walking out and there was like this guy that was all scared of her you know it was just a funny place to put that why are you so scared of her what'd you do what'd you do fella don't piss off wonder woman don't piss off wonder woman we got all our shopping done. That was nice. It took forever today, dude. It's supposed to snow. It's like 4 days before Christmas. People are out everywhere. Crazy. Crazy time, dude. We uh we were we were grocery shopping too and um not because the weather is supposed to get bad. It's good that we went before the weather got, gets too bad, but uh, mostly because we haven't been grocery shopping in a while. And so we were we were shopping and uh, we were checking out and there was this lady in front of us who, I mean, well, I don't know if it was the lady in front of us. I don't know who it was. But somebody literally smelled like they shit their pants. Like right there. And not just like a little bit, like took a big shit. You know what I mean? You you know how when you take a big shit and it smells? Like imagine if you did that in your pants, like how bad it would smell at, in like the Walmart checkout line. And somebody somebody took a big shit in their pants and it stunk horribly, but like nobody, you know, cuz it's not like as long as you didn't sh- well, I I guess especially if you didn't if you were the one who shit in your pants you probably wouldn't want to draw attention to it. <laughs> but, you know, nobody's rude enough to be like, oh, did somebody shit their pants? I was whispering to Jenny. I was like, somebody, somebody shit their pants. You fucking smell how bad it is? Somebody took a big shit. And once the lady in front of us left, the smell left. And so that's why I think it was that lady. Uh, she was she was um also just probably the one that you would have guessed would have shit her pants out of all the people that were around in that moment shitting shitting their pants (laughs) she had the look of somebody who would shit her pants you know what i'm saying you know what i mean you know the look how long's it been i um, i appreciate you tuning in if you're uh if you're here listening to the uh, second episode of Jake and Off um did the first episode had some some listeners uh got some feedback from some people uh they were telling me that I should quit but i said never i was like no i won't do it i'm a podcaster at heart uh, this, this is what I, this is what I, I do. And, uh, you know, they, uh, they tried to keep me down, but I won't let them. I said, the people need me. They need me back. If you do have anything that you would like me to talk about on this podcast, go ahead and send it to, uh, podcast at com. I'll give you advice. I can give you advice. I give good advice. I'm a good advice giver because even even when it's um advice that i am not necessarily i i could also use um i guess i'm just judgy is what i'm saying i'm i'm a very judgy person and if you'd like me to judge something or give you guidance hit me up dude i'll uh i'll give you advice uh you can send me stories that you want me to talk about you can send me questions i'll answer them i uh you know, had a, uh, an interesting week this week. I, I did a comedy on Sunday at a place called knuckleheads that I like doing comedy at. It's a good room. There were funny comedians there. I had a fun time. Uh, comedy not always that fun. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes you do really bad. One time, the worst thing that anybody's ever said to me, uh, after a set that i did of comedy uh was this lady came up to me and she was like uh hey who told you you could do that (laughs) (laughs) who told you you could do that that's what she said and uh she was right (laughs) she was right that time she was correct i did not have i did really bad at this show my friend joe was sitting right next to me when she said that it was like brutal i started laughing because it's funny she was being funny and she was like uh knew that she was being like you know she was busting my balls and uh and then she goes uh she goes no i'm just kidding but seriously uh that was awful Got me, dude. Totally, uh, totally got me. It was it was not, um, you know, it was a situation that maybe wasn't completely my fault. But uh, still, she was right about it. She was she was like, you know, you did terrible. And I did. I ate shit. She was there. It was like a bachelorette party. It was a brunch show. And, and she was part of a bachelorette party that walked in to the room while I was walking up to the stage. So they came in and they were the only people at the show. So, and they did not know that it was happening. And it was, they didn't know that there was going to be a show. And they certainly didn't know that the show would be starting right as they arrived. And so, um, yeah, I ate shit, dude. It was bad. I'm trying to think of, like, the worst, the worst shit eating that I've had ever. There was one time I did a show in, um, the middle of Kansas. I don't know. I can't even remember the town. It had like a hundred and fifty, like a population of like a couple hundred people, and uh it was at this bar. But it wasn't really a bar. It was just this town has like a main drag that has you know a, a few business fronts and and that storefront stuff like that on it. And and there's this bar, but all it is is just one of the one of the people in the town owns this bar and. Uh, The building that it's in and uh, they showed up and they were like, yeah, you can just get your own beer from behind there. It's just like a home refrigerator. They're like, you can just get your own beer from back there. And, you know, if you drink beer, just leave some money on the on the counter. (laughs) And we're like, all right, there's four of us. And uh, and all the people from the town showed up. But they were all sitting. It's this big, long room, you know, and they're all sitting. Uh, back in the corner in like the the corner by the door and the stage is on the other opposite caddy corner from that of of the building. It's super far away. And so this whole part is like filled up with people and there's a decent amount of people there, but then they put a big industrial fan in between where the stage is and where all the people are. So there's one of those big like fans just going the whole time because it was in the middle of July and the place didn't have heat. It was my birthday, actually. It was July the 9th in like twenty fifteen or something. I don't know, but it it the place didn't have any heat, and it was uh, it was it was a nightmare. It was terrible, and there was this big fan going, and uh, nobody nobody could hear us the entire time. Nobody could hear us, and we couldn't really even hear them because the fan was in between you. So, uh, yeah. It was like doing comedy in a, in a glass box, <laughs> you know, where you can just see people having a good time doing other stuff, right over there, <laughs> just right over there on the other side of the room. Uh, the show paid decent though. That's nice. If it's gonna be that bad, you gotta, you know, you gotta pay a little bit of money, right? Can't make people do that. Gosh. Dude, I've done comedy in some terrible, terrible places. One time, I did a show in a pool hall that was in the basement of a Mexican restaurant that was attached to an Econo Lodge in uh, a town in Missouri. <laughs> it was bad. It was uh, they the before the show, they had to uh, go and uh, all in the ceiling. There was just floodlights. And there was no lighting over the stage. And so what they did to light the stage is they got up on like a big tall ladder and they unscrewed lights from other parts of the ceiling and screwed them in over the stage so that there was lights on the stage. (laughs) Uh, It was uh, it was crazy. That was it was a long time ago that I did that. I was a teenager. I was like 19. And I drank there, they like let me drink. That was kind of a thing. I didn't drive. I rode with somebody else, and that was like kind of a sweet dude, that was a sweet part about comedy is that I could drink underage at places uh if I wanted to. I didn't often um just because it's like you know, dude, you're fucking it's uh there's a chance that you could get in a lot of trouble, and I also didn't want to get the places that I uh did comedy at in trouble. And so uh yeah. I um I don't know. But I would I would yeah, I would that was kinda nice. At the places you go regularly you could you could drink in there. So that was kinda cool. But or or if you just go to fucking flea bag uh pool halls or something and do comedy there. You could drink there. Uh I was hanging out with my friend Zach and we were talking about this place that we went with uh it was me zach uh and this uh, another comedian named ty this is a funny guy and uh a, a guy who uh i can't remember his name his name is or no tony that's his name this was a long time ago i haven't uh i see ty Fu all the time i haven't seen this other guy in a long time uh and uh we went there and Zach mom's van we drove there in his mom's van i gotta not say any i should bleep out these names probably that would be a good idea to do uh to do that because uh i don't know well you'll you'll realize why i guess we drove to is like cedar falls or cedar rapids iowa somewhere up there and we did this uh it was a long ways away from kansas city it was like four hours and we did this show in the middle of winter it was so cold uh it was so cold there at at this uh this tiki bar and it was hosted by this guy whose name was Forrest Blunt (laughs) I don't remember anything else about this guy besides the fact that he hosted this comedy show there and uh he uh he was yeah i mean he was the highest person i've ever seen in my life i've never seen anybody more stoned than this guy just he was he was like he it was like stone he looked like he was having a good time uh but he was he was high as shit and we go up there and it's me and typhoon and zach and uh we get there we do the show i mean it is it is it is rough you know you're you're ni- i'm a 19 year old kid I'm doing comedy to a bunch of people in camo, uh, in, in camouflage decked out completely. Uh, I'm doing comedy to them in a tiki bar in a place that I've never been in the middle of nowhere. And so it just doesn't go good. It's hard. I, I, you know, when you're that young to do comedy that is, um, funny to adults all the time. So it could be tough. And, uh, and afterwards this guy gave typhu weed he gave him he gave him some marijuana and Taifu was like okay let's stop at the gas station and get a blunt wrap we'll stop and get a blunt wrap and we get the blunt wrap and ty- we're like all right typhu like roll the blunt and typhu was like i don't know how to roll a blunt we're like dude why did you tell us to go get blunt wraps like what do you mean you just made a stop and so my friend zach whose mom's van we were in rolled the blunt he'd never done it before he didn't know how to do it and so it's like this it took him a long time where we still have to drive four or five hours back home and uh by the time we finish it tyfu is asleep he's sleeping So now he's falling asleep. So we, and and so we started smoking it. And the only way that he like got up, well, the only time he woke up from his slumber was to smoke the blunt. And so we just, yeah. in in this fucking van in Iowa driving back home. I don't think that we got hardly any money for the show at all. And uh, that weed was pretty much all that we got. And uh yeah, it was weird. Weird times. Comedy's weird, dude. I'm telling you. You meet some weird people doing comedy. Some of the strangest some of my best friends, some people that I love. Uh some people that are weird and scary. <laughs> some people that scare the shit out of me. I'm worried. I'm like, "Oh. Um, I don't know. I try to be nice to everybody just cuz especially a uh, you know, you should be especially nice to the people who scare you because they'll fucking, you know, if they snap one day, <laughs> it'll be all right. Oh, man. I don't think that I even finished talking about the Twitter stuff, actually. I I told the part about the FBI or whatever. But then, oh, the thing that came out today, this is like the only interesting thing about it is uh (laughs) we're circling back is this good podcasting uh (laughs) we uh the the thing that came out today was that uh this guy um basically was explaining this sort of uh situation where the department of defense was running all of these profiles over uh that were you know targeted towards people in uh the middle east region that were promoting american um sort of uh narratives and and narratives that were beneficial to america in those places so that was cool that was i mean it's not cool <laughs> it's not cool i don't think that that's good to do and i i you know apparently it's been shut down but it is good that they release that information but give us all of it buddy release all of it i don't understand this whole The why does it if it's so damning why can't you just uh let us all see it and decide for ourselves you know what i mean that's what i dude i hate that shit i hate that shit about like like people who are like uh oh uh i'm a they're like i'm a free thinker because they're like hillary's clinton's emails are bad it's like have you read the emails you can go and read the emails i you can i've read them they're on they're on just just pdfs you can just read all of them you can read all of the stuff that they're posting in these images on the twitter files you don't have to read the actual tweets and you can you can piece it together at least what they're telling you i mean it's it's you can't get the whole story with stuff like this but when there's a big data dump you can get you can get the information it's hard to scour through and it takes a lot more time but it's it's better than it's it's more it's time well spent because it's better than um reading a twitter thread and and getting the information that way and you just have to be discerning dude see people like lack an ability to uh you know discern what is and isn't um good information or or what is and isn't um you know pertinent information to uh certain things and we just lack and, and i would actually argue that it's not even people's fault it's uh society's fault <laughs> society is the problem because um you know they want to make it confusing it's 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 beneficial to um people in power to to make things confusing and make it hard for you to um, understand uh, or connect with your fellow man and understand or fellow humans, I should say, uh, rather than fellow man. But uh, fellow, you you know, with other human beings and, and realize that most of us collectively, um, all of our sort of ills and woes come from, um, you know... Uh, sort of this same place shit runs downhill right well who lives who's at the top of the hill uh it's rich people (laughs) they're all i mean and i'm not talking about like you have some money that you worked hard to get i'm talking about rich people i'm talking about the wealthiest of the wealthy like you know i feel like people don't they they're like not um I don't know. People people get worried that you're talking about them and it's like they're not listening. (laughs) They're not listening to this podcast. It couldn't be you. It couldn't be you. Uh, And so, um, you know, I'm not talking about people with a little. I'm talking about people with a lot. And uh, there's a there's definitely a lot of that. Elon Musk just tweeted to or replied to something called uh no woke news or unwoke news something like that this guy's crazy man uh, I don't know I think that I I think that um, you know to a certain extent I'm happy that Elon Musk bought Twitter um, because I feel like it's turning it into the like like people are people are hopefully gonna get off of there I don't know I don't think that it's gonna crash people are saying that twitter is going to go away i don't think it will it's going to be around for a long time there is a lot of interest that is beyond elon musk's control that is um you know that that people have for for twitter to remain a thing and to be cohesive that's why that's why the idea that um you know the government or that that really any um you know public entity will take any action to shut these places down social media and stuff it's so bad uh it's all so bad but the the idea that uh anything will be done you know in terms of like antitrust or stuff like that to shut down these sites is crazy it's not going to happen because there's so many there's so many uh interests that that are involved that that should keep this open i mean not just you know the government using it to to you know create twitter accounts to um you know promote american ideologies in the middle east uh but also uh for corporate interests to market to people that's why these exist that's why that's why twitter exists and that's why it's so so valuable uh, to keep to keep open and I would love to see Twitter files based on um, Twitter's interactions with other multinational corporations and in and, and the sort of things that they have requested to have taken off of this site and in the, the, the things that they have um, sort of done to manipulate Twitter because I'm sure that that is a a treasure trove much much more interesting full of much more interesting information than um you know the things that we already knew were going on at twitter if you didn't think that the you you didn't think that that the u.s government was uh using twitter to promote uh you know um pro-american uh messages in other countries you really didn't think that i i could have told you that that was going on that's you don't need a a um you know a tweet or or twitter thread to tell you that that was happening because you just have to know anything about how these organizations operate and what they do you don't have to nobody has to tell you what's going on because you can just assume it you can just know that it's that it's sort of happening and so i feel like this is just like tip of the iceberg stuff but we're never going to get we're never going to get the things that um would be damning against the 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 corporations and stuff that that benefit so much from twitter because they also are what what props twitter up they're also what keeps keeps twitter around their ad revenue and stuff like that is 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 what is that's twitter's product that's that's what twitter makes money off of and so um we'll never we'll never know we'll never know elon musk isn't going to release that if he does i'll be shocked i would be shocked and that would be because i don't like that guy i think that he's a douchebag and i think that he is lame as fuck and i also think that he is a fraud and and sort of a a a bitch idiot he's a bitch i'll say it uh (laughs) but uh if he if he released that stuff, it would it would change my opinion about him quite a bit. But he's not going to, and he has no he has no interest in doing that. And and those other um, companies are are what makes his business viable. You know, so the, we'll we'll never know. But I'm sure I'm sure that there is some heinous shit in that regard. You know, because you got to think like if you. Um, you know went to a business if you went to you know like some sort of chain restaurant and you were like oh my god like somebody posted a um a video of there's a rat running around in the back of a red robin or something uh red robin would certainly be like can you take that down can you can you stop that video from from going around and it's not even necessarily that, that Twitter would take it down, but they would do something like uh, make it so that account is um, uh, mitigated in a way so that those those tweets don't reach as many people. You know, um, That's something that they covered in this tweet thread. They called it whitelisting. So your, your tweet is more likely to um, go viral under a trending category or something like that. That's what they were saying was uh, a big deal about this Department of Defense thing cuz they reached out to Twitter and we're like hey we want these tweets to be um you know or these these accounts to be whitelisted and we want these accounts to have these privileges and we want these accounts to uh, this one account to be verified on Twitter get a blue check mark um and so that's that's a big deal because my understanding is that they were all indicated that they were ran by the Department of Defense at first, and then after they got those things, they switched. They switched the accounts and took all indications that they were part of the Department of Defense down, which is wrong. That's bad to do. And Twitter did eventually um, shut down those accounts, but it wasn't until pretty recently. So they were they were running for a while. Um, it's good that they f- eventually shut them down, uh, but one of those things is is that they were asking for that because they know how twitter operates and so do these other corporations they understand the 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 way that twitter operates so i'm sure that there's plenty of emails of places being like hey can you um you know there's a whitelist there's got to be a blacklist can you blacklist this account can you you know shadow ban it? that exists these companies do it and um you know, they're not doing it because of some woke reasoning or woke ideology. Uh, they're doing it because it is what um their that's how their business operates. That's what they're offering to these places, you know. So it just kind of is is sort of um, interesting that we don't get to see that information. I would love to. I'd be so interested in and in, in seeing that kind of shit. But uh, we, we never will. We never will get to. <sighs> well, I guess that about wraps it up, guys. I, you know, guys and, and gals and uh, theys, thems, everybody, I love you so much. Uh, thank you for listening. If you have anything that you would be interested in hearing me talk about, uh, hit me up at jakin.off.podcast at gmail.com. J-A-K-I-N dot O-F-F dot podcast at gmail dot com. Send me anything. I love you. You're the best. Goodbye. I I miss you already. This is weird. Thank you.